Streaming now on Redbox On Demand, Alicia Silverstone and Tom Everett Scott star in the hilarious romantic comedy Sister of the Groom. In this destination wedding weekend gone off the rails, Audrey, played by Silverstone, struggles with turning 40 while meeting her seemingly perfect sister-in-law. With every intention to break up the happy couple, Audrey and her loyal husband throw the weekend into a tailspin of embarrassing mishaps, making this destination wedding truly unforgettable. Dream Sister of the Groom instantly on your smart TV or favorite device with the Redbox app today. It's rated R from Paramount Pictures. What's going on? What's happening? What are you telling me? I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. It's time for the pop culture connoisseurs, a gal and a gay podcast with Kitty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. And Nick. He's the gay of my dreams. And they have this book, this burn book, where they write mean things about all the girls in our grade. What does it say about me? You're not in it. Those bitches. Welcome to episode 193 of A Gal and a Gay. We are the pop culture connoisseurs. I'm Mick. And I'm Kitty. Thank you for joining us. And this episode will probably be one of my favorites because we are going to talk for the majority of the time about The Mandalorian season two and the finale. So spoiler alert, if you have not finished the series, Uh, Kitty actually finished it in just a day because I warned her. (laughs) After days, finish, actually, but I stayed up very late to finish it. <laughs> you did. I got the text. I mean, I didn't see the text message till the next yeah. morning, but I saw you. Like one three like, in the morning, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I had warned you after I saw the finale. I'm like, you have got to get on this. Yeah. And I don't want you to be spoiled. So. Um, I was, I had an inkling because I saw again. I'm spoiler, spoilers, please. If you haven't seen it do not listen to us anymore because we're about to talk about it but i saw a tweet from mark hamill who was kind of like a wink and a nod and i was like oh that has to be something about you know the mandalorian so i had an inkling but i didn't know in what capacity he was going to show up so i was still pretty surprised um so it was it was but it was a huge reveal even even like it was just like i completely understand why people were freaking out freaking out about this It was a great season two. It yes. really, really it, was. It's so good. And it's it's not even like, I think it helps if you are a really big Star Wars fan because there was a lot of stuff I think that I think you need to know backstory from because I don't, I didn't watch any of the, like the Clone Wars stuff or the Rebel stuff. So there's some backstory there that I'm not 100% familiar with. And and Rosaria Dawson's character, I know she's big and right in the Clone Wars stuff. So I wasn't really familiar with her. So there's a lot of reading it, but like, even, even if you take that out, if you're just a casual fan, like Ian, and I am, it's still just compelling, really good storytelling, you know, entertaining and um, just fun to watch. Okay. So since you, since season two is definitely fresh in your mind, you just watched okay. it this weekend. Uh, so there were some big, re- there were some pretty big reveals uh throughout the season that maybe you weren't expecting Mm -hmm. so you mentioned rosario dawson's character Mm -hmm. ahsoka who is huge uh she has a huge fan base in Mm -hmm. the clone wars rebels and you know this character was one that they created just for clone wars and sort of helped fill in the gaps between the prequel um prequel prequel movies and 
I think like after watching season two, like now I want to go and watch those things because I really like that character. Um, and like I said, I don't know much about her or any and there, but there's also there's, and I need to go back and watch the prequels too. Cause I haven't seen those probably since they came out. Um, you know, like Boba Fett showing up, which was awesome. But like, I didn't know anything about Boba Fett. Uh, I had no idea he was a clone. I didn't know anything about his father. And they allude to that, you know, they talk about it in the show. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. And then I went down a rabbit hole reading about it. So <laughs> so you really don't remember the prequels because I, starting with the episode yeah. two, Attack of the Clones, that's where you they introduced Jango Fett, Boba's father, Boba Fett, um, and then what happens? I remember seeing it Django. when it came out, but I can't say that I probably watched it since then. So mm -hmm. I need to go back and watch it. So it's just yeah. stuff I didn't know. So Dave Filoni, who was basically George Lucas's sort of apprentice, is the one who helped create Clone Wars, Rebels. Mm -hmm. He's now partnered with John Favreau, and they are making the best Star Wars that fans could have ever, ever asked for so and yeah if you go back and watch the clone wars rebels rebels so good so good and it fills in again a lot of the gaps and that's where you're introduced to ahsoka and when she was introduced in the clone wars movie that then created she was not liked she was because she's very young because mm, she's okay. anakin's padawan and she was not very liked but then they started with character development and again, she's turned into one of the most popular characters. So for her showing up in The Mandalorian was huge. And obviously she was able to move the story along in the way that she was able to communicate with Grogu, Grogu. and find out a little bit about his background and then also help the Mandalorian in his quest to find those who will help Grogu, not necessarily his family, because as we know, the Mando, uh, Din Djarin, is Grogu's family now. Mm -hmm. And that's a father kind of son relationship. And I think that's what really hit us all well, um, in the fields. They really, they really definitely um, really showcased that their relationship and how much of like a father figure he is to baby Yoda, Grogu. We, I know his name is Grogu, but we're going to call him. It takes people. a while. It takes a while. It takes a um, while. So yeah, but it's I, I just love that whole thing, you know, just in just cute, funny moments throughout the series um, of season two, just like when uh, when she's trying to get uh, Grogu to, you know, move stuff with the force and like he's like encouraging him and, he, you know, and he's, he just keeps doing it and he's so proud of him and it's just so cute and it's just, you know, adorable. So um, I really, yeah, yeah. And so it really, so in that final episode, you know, when he's having to say goodbye to Grogu and he takes off his helmet so Grogu could touch, see his face and touch his face, I was crying so much. And I was not oh. expecting to cry at all. I just can't believe it. Every single time I've watched it, I'm like, nope, I'm good this time. I'm good this time. And it hits me. And then you see Twitter lighting up because in explaining, like, no one has touched Mando's face. No one. No one. Right. So, it's just, yeah. 
Right. Like this is like a huge deal. And like in, in, in the episode before that, the second to last episode, you know, Bill Burr's like his character was like, you know, everybody's got their principles till it goes to a breaking point or whatever, you know, and like this was he did it because of his love for Groku. Like he took off his helmet in the in the whatever in that one place with the with the captains and stuff anyway. Yeah. It's that around imperial because he had to. You know, it's yeah. just yeah, it was just Good. And, and so it's I mean just the character development with Din Djarin throughout yeah. the season because you know he meets Bo-Katan mm-hmm. he realizes that there are other Mandalorians who still stay true to being a Mandalorian but they still show their face uh, he is realizing that you know um, he can still be a true Mandalorian but he can his right. principles right. might need to change a little bit especially since you know he's bringing grogu is found it found his foundling and he right. is family and it what it all comes down to star wars is always about family and i think that's yeah. what really makes the difference and everyone i mean i have gone down rabbit holes i've listened to podcasts i've watched other youtubers and i'm just like you know they're they go off on all these yeah. wild tangents even before all these theories and it's like guys it, it's always about family with star wars always and not necessarily maybe the family that you were born into but the family that you create and and that's what this show is all about um is family and we saw that from the uh, second or actually the very first episode of mandalorian season one for some reason there was this connection with at that time the child and dinjarin and then it's continually built stronger over these last 16 chapters and it's and just think how many how much more time we have spent with these two characters than we have spent with the entire sequel trilogy Uh and and in even the trilogy before we've spent more time with these characters than we have with the other characters so yeah that says a lot with our connection that we're building with them and right the storytelling just you know it's fantastic I think that, you know i think that's part of what makes it so good is the character development and getting to know these characters and the journeys that they go on but there's you know it's just it is it's just very good storytelling you know it's and i just love it's just funny how like every planet they go to they're like oh yeah i can help you but you got to help me first and he's like oh god another fucking planet i gotta go to but <laughs> well and the thing is he's a bounty hunter So, because I did read a few things where people are like, oh, it's the same thing over and over. Well, it is, but now we're finally at a turning point at the end of season two. Um, But he's a bounty hunter. And so when you go someplace and you're known as a bounty hunter, you're going to get in those situations. Uh, But again, not every episode was like that. And there were, there was the one on the ice planet that it was episode two of this season. And I'm just like, Mm-hmm. What was that episode about why do we need to and he's eating the babies they're not right. baby they're embryo uh, the whole th- i mean there was a whole i thought that was actually up. i liked that part about him eating because i thought it was funny um yeah a little horrifying when you really think about it <laughs> right but they weren't fertilized they were just frog ladies like this is the end of my line like if i don't get the eggs like i'm done for <laughs> And he's just popping them in his mouth. But in the terrifying ice spiders, I couldn't even, like, it creeped me out so much. And I don't really get creeped out by stuff, but those things, I just hate spiders. That's probably why. But um, but I did enjoy it. Um, I really loved Timothy Oliphant showing up in this. Um, he's 
I mean, he's made a career out of playing these gunslingers pretty much. <laughs> you now he's just a space marshal. Um, so he's, I mean, he was really great. And I just, I hope he shows up again because Timothy Oliphant is, I mean, he's just awesome and he's sexy as hell. So he is. Yeah. He looked good in that Boba Fett um, costume. He did. I thought what was really funny was in uh, episode, well, the chapters, episodes, whatever. It was right. six where you, where Boba Fett, where they, where Grogu is on the, the seeing stone. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett shows up. Oh my gosh, we haven't talked about the, oh, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> and Boba Fett gets his old out or old uh, uniform and it's a little snug. <laughs> I what mean, snug. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is, those are those little pieces of details that just, they just make it. They make the show. Uh, and then what do you think about the Razor Crest destroyed? I know. That's a bummer. Damn. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not just going to get a new ship, but. Uh... I know, but the thing is, so again, a lot of the Star Wars nerds had uh, the, the Razor Crest on back order. <laughs> really? <laughs> and now it's gone. I mean, it was, it, I mean, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what kind of ship he eventually ends back up with. But so here's the thing. Into season two, he's lost his, his son and he's lost his ship. God, you're right. But he has the dark saber now. So he's like King of Mandalorians or something. That was a great moment too. Great moment. Great moment. So a little, just a quick little backstory about that. So there's, again, a lot of scuttlebutt online because the dark saber was given to Bo. The first time so, and so now she's not taking it again. dark saber is that a thing like it I, obviously it's like like a lightsaber but it's dark is it a dark so, side like what is i I've never no 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 so it's not it's so okay. they're the very first jedi mandalorian and there was one back in the day created that was the the lightsaber that they created hmm, okay. and so it's basically been passed down through the ruler of mandalore well, usually what happens is they win it in a battle, but, and this is a part in Rebels, Sabine Wren, a uh, friend of Ahsoka, and all, she's part of the, the Rebel group in the, in the show Rebels. She's a Mandalorian. She was given the Darksaber. So when she had it in her, after she, again, that, if you want to watch it, go back, watch it, the whole story. But anyway, then she yields it to Bo-Katan who then was the last as far as everyone knew the end of Rebels and all this Bo-Katan had it well then at the end of season one of the Mandalorian Moff Gideon has it well how the hell did he get it so there's all these questions Mm -hmm. so apparently the way they're building the story is that she's not going to take it again because she did that last time and she ended up losing it and she wasn't called, and apparently there was some maybe some kind of civil war within the within Mandalore that she wasn't the rightful um, owner of the dark saber because she didn't win it in in a battle. Mm. So she's not taking it again, saying, "Oh, Bo Katan is back." Oh, she didn't get it in battle. So it's a very interesting dynamic that they're that they're creating with that, so and I. I, love I imagine it. season three is going to explore more of that, right? Probably there's going to probably be some sort of struggle, power struggle of 
who's gonna be king of the Mandalorians or whatever the Mandalorian. Well, and probably what we're what where we're headed is that they're going to Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So more than likely, and I mean here. So here's another. Th- so did you? And I forgot to text you about this. Did you watch the post credit scene? Yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, you did. So did. the Boba Fett thing. Yeah, the Boba Fett book of Boba okay. Fett. Yeah. So there were so many stupid people saying, oh, it, it's not the Mandalorian anymore. That show's over or Boba Fett's taking over. And it's like, they've clearly made it right. that he is not a Mandalorian. They've said it right. multiple times. Multiple His father, times. Right. multiple times. His father was, he's not, whatever. Right. This is not Mandalorian season three, the book of Boba Fett. It's its own. And John Favreau was on uh, Good Morning America this morning and announced these are two separate series. The only reason the Book of Boba Fett was not announced during Disney Investor Day was because we wanted it to be a fucking surprise, you right. morons. Right. So, so anyway, just so everyone's clear, the Book of Boba Fett I will never, come out first. I never, and never, then, that thought never right. crossed my mind, right? Like, right. because it makes no sense. Like, why would they stop making The Mandalorian the most popular show on Disney Plus? And the big one of the most popular Star Wars properties in the past five years, but you know, like. right, right. And again, newsflash for everyone: Disney's <laughs> making a lot of money off them. And another right. another little newsflash: Baby Yoda Grogu is not going anywhere. No. He's not. He's not going anywhere. Din Djarin, they will be reunited again. Absolutely. They'll figure out something, whatever. But they, he is Baby Yoda is the most popular product. Product. Right. Let's look at him as product. Right. He and the, oh, everyone's so concerned that he is people going. People who don't even watch the show know who Baby Yoda is. You know, like, right. he's like that he's right. like a cultural icon now. <laughs> he is not going away. No. He's not going away. Going and you know, then there are these other. Oh my gosh, he's gonna. Is Kylo going to kill him? Whatever. Also, here's a news flash for you. They are going to send those fucking the sequel trilogy into its own timeline. It, you think they so? Will. Absolutely. You think so? Yeah. So here's another. So here's another thing. Nothing that was announced at Disney Investor Day was was even connected to the sequel trilogy. They know how much how, how much fans of Star Wars hate the sequel trilogy for all kinds of reasons, mm-hmm. all kinds of reasons, uh, and with with good reason because as you see with the Mandalorian, the fan base is happy. The, they're not alienating anyone. Maybe they're making some decisions here and there, whatever. But Disney understands now that John Favreau and Dave Filoni, they understand Star Wars mm-hmm. and they are producing and they created Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. Yeah. The the hottest property Disney has. Right. They are not letting that go away. No the way. sequel trilogy will go in its own timeline. And here is... Wouldn't Piece be surprised evidence. if there's a Mandalorian movie at some point, right? Like, possibly, possibly. I would yeah. not be surprised. Yeah. Uh, but so here's the thing, real quick: the Ahsoka background. So Ahsoka actually more than likely died during a battle with Darth Vader between uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Ezra, sorry, this I know this is confusing, well, okay. but anyway, a character in Rebels found the world between worlds. He went through it. He came upon one of the doors where Ahsoka 
was in battle with Vader. He pulled Ahsoka out of that timeline, of that time. And so this is the reason that she is alive today. So she died, but he went and saved her in this world between worlds. Interesting. So, so you have that. Disney announces all canon, right? This is all canon, all canon. So Disney announces the Ahsoka show that's coming. Uh When you look at the artwork, that is the world between worlds. Got it. It's Mm -hmm. not coming out till maybe 2023. Do you know what that tells me? That in 2023, they're resetting the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy will still be somewhere. It'll be in its own timeline. But the timeline that we are in right now with the Mandalorian, Grogu is 50 years old. Yoda was 900 years old when he died. Do you think Disney doesn't know what they're doing? They know exactly what they're doing. They now have one of the most popular characters and he's now also connected to R2-D2, one of the other most popular characters. They... They now have decades worth of story, decades mm-hmm. that will get Disney wherever. They will they will send the the sequel trilogy in its own timeline. Marvel's doing this. Doctor Strange: The Multiverse. Yep. It's also owned by Disney. Right. They are sending the sequel trilogy into its own orbit and where it needs to be because <laughs> it is junk compared to what they're doing right now. Absolute, Absolute. junk. Absolutely. He was so promising. Yep. So they had, I mean, well, that's, they made and all that's the thing. It's like, that's all I could think about, you know, it was like, see, like Moth Gideon and like all this stuff. And it's like, all of this leads up to, you know, the last, uh, the, the Jedi movie or whatever, the last one, the Skywalker movie. Um, I can remember the name. Uh, of it. Rise of Skywalker. That's what I couldn't mm-hmm. remember the name. Oh my God. But um, yeah. 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 That's yeah. all I could think about. I was like, is this, like it is, I don't know. I'm just like because mm-hmm. I would think if like if Palpatine is a cl- his clone is a, like it's like I don't know. I just feel like that would be in the works, wouldn't it? Be right now in this point in time where the Mandalorian's taking place. Yeah, and and it is now, so like, the yeah so it is happening. And even in the EU, the legends that they pushed away, that was Palpatine's plan because he was so focused on what happens you know, so you don't die. So life, continuing life, he was all about trying to figure out if he ended up dying, how he could bring him back. And so that was already in the process. That's probably what these clones are. Um, they're, they're changing the timeline and for the best, for the best. Um, but yeah, with Luke, I, I mean, it was such a cool moment. It was very such. cool moment. Very cool reveal. I mean, seeing him like just the single, uh, you know, X-wing thing coming on, and then, you know, seeing this close figure with the green lightsaber just like going through the halls. And anyway, it was very, very cool and everything. Um, how do you feel about the CGI, like the de aging of him? Like, I don't it know. Was fi- like, it, I mean, it was fine. It I was think fine. It, it what- looked a little weird, but I feel like. I feel like if they had just cast a younger per like a younger Luke, somebody else is a younger Luke, it would have been fine. And like I feel like now they kind of like they won't be able to use Luke as much, right? Like, I don't know. Right. Like not that 
I know Luke probably wouldn't be like a main figure in this show, but like, I don't know. I just feel like you could have cast a yeah. younger person and made it a little easier. <laughs> so have you seen the mock-ups of Sebastian Stan? Yes. As Luke? <laughs> yes. So I think more than, I think for this moment, this reveal, they needed to do this because yeah. they already did it with Carrie Fisher. They've already, you know, uh, with Princess Leia. And I think probably more than likely what is happening is because you, you, you can't just not mention, I mean, Luke never mentioned his name. That's true. But we've got to see him again. Right. He's connected with Grogu. So right. possibly what they're doing is they got this moment out of the way because all of their casting leaks or all their casting for season two leaked. So we knew Rosario Dawson was coming. We knew um, Bo-Katan was coming. We knew Boba Fett was coming. They can't, for some reason in this day and age, they can't keep those secret. So if you did cast Sebastian Stan, even though he's in the Disney family, they could have had him do, I mean, they could have done all things. It was gonna leak. But for them to have this moment that they have with Luke, I think probably more than likely, because Rosario Dawson was the same way. Fans wanted her, and she mm -hmm. and she campaigned for it. That's what you're kind of seeing now with Sebastian Stan. So I think more than likely, probably he will end up being Luke Skywalker. And so. I think it's just a I think it's just a matter of time because, and and the thing is, you know, we do I do hate on the sequel trilogies, and for one re I mean for m many reasons, but one of the main reasons is. We never got to see Luke like this, right? right never did. Exactly. Yeah. We never, we never got to see Luke, Han, and Leia back together again, even though they were in the same movie. Right. The same movie. We didn't get to see that. That's who we wanted to see. Right. It was great that they brought in these new characters, but we don't want to see. We want to grow to like the new characters, like we were introduced to Han, Leia, and and Luke. That's where they went wrong. But anyway, so I, I don't know. I just think that that's what what we're what we're looking at now is fans. That's what fans want to see. They want to see what happened after Return of the Jedi. They don't want to end up seeing the next time they see these characters that they love, they're old, they're mm -hmm. miserable, mm -hmm. and then they die. <laughs> I I mean, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because what there's 25 years between The Mandalorian and The Force Awakens, something like that, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. so, yeah, it was 30, like, yeah, because it was 30 years between. Yeah. Right. So, and again, that sequel trilogy is going in its often in its own timeline, right. um, more than likely. So, I mean, there's there's so much Star Wars on its way. Right, the Obi-Wan series. Now, I don't know much about this. So where in the timeline does, where do you, what do we, what do we even know? But like, where is that going to happen? So that's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Okay. So that's still about seven to eight years before A New Hope. And okay. Hayden Christensen's coming back. Yeah, so, that's right. I read that. And there are a lot of theories on how this is going to be possible. And well, Obi-Wan said, or Vader said in A New Hope, oh, I haven't sensed your presence and whatever. But there, uh, there's a really good article um, that I'll find and I'll post. But uh, there, are these there are these little ways they can sneak in and kind of twist 
the the dialogue where it could make sense that they have seen each other, maybe not in several years, but they've seen each other since uh, Anakin has become Vader. So, and I th- I don't think that I think it's a, it's a limited series. I think they're only, I think the rumor is they're only like maybe four to six episodes, and that's it. So it's a very it's a very contained contained story, the Obi Wan story. Hmm. So okay. and kind of look with the Boba Fett thing. The Boba Fett thing, I, again, I think it's just supposed to be kind of like a book. It's supposed to just be, and all of these new shows that are around the Mandalorian, they're all going to tie together. And they said that they're going to uh, work toward a big payoff, and probably with everyone coming together for some big. And it's probably Mandalore. I mean, it's right. called the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, just the that Investors Day was just insane, especially especially the Marvel. Like, not even just the Star Wars stuff was crazy, but like the Marvel MCU stuff was insane too. So there's just it's yeah, it's honestly like mind blowing what Disney does. Like how (laughs) it's insane. It you know, but. yeah, and I mean, basically, what they're doing is <clears throat> they're taking the Marvel playbook and they're applying it to Star Wars. Absolutely, and, and you know, and I think that's a smart move, um, especially mm-hmm. when you have somebody like John Favreau involved, um, who just well, seems to get it and who's amazing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, and Patty Jenkins will be the first right. woman director that's of right. the Rogue Squadron, and they're still, again, they're still. I mean, this it's still three years away. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be, it, she's fantastic as a director. I mean, Wonder Woman, the right. new 1984, nothing. I've been hearing great things about. I'm excited to watch it. I wish I was watching it in a theater. Um, but you gotta, nope. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna miss it. Right, right. So yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's just so many crazy, great things. And I can't wait for season three, which comes out, I think this time next year, right? When it's coming out. They, they did mention Christmas Day yeah, next year. I think so. So, uh, but the Book of Boba is coming out in December. So it could possibly be where it leads into the Mandalorian mm-hmm. season three. Maybe. So maybe we only get four or five episodes of the Book of Boba before we go into. So um, you and I have a mutual friend, uh, our friend Eric, who is a huge Boba Fett fan. Right. How uh, have you talked to him? Uh, how is he doing? I'm sure he's. So uh, he is somewhat in our bubble uh, <laughs> for the most part. And so even though I watched it three times that Friday, no, two times, no, two times. I ended up <clears throat> watching it the first time or I watched it the third time for me, first time for him. And he just went crazy. And I told him, like, I think I told you that morning, like, please stay off the internet. Please don't listen. He needed to experience it. And he had a really bad week and a bad day and that completely made up for it. So, you know, Boba uh, Fett, especially that episode where he was, you know, revealed and everything, he was badass. Like just so many great characters, you know, just so many. Well, and and again, that's something that we never really got to see in the original trilogy with Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. We knew he. We thought he was a badass. He was. Oh, he was. He'd been a known bounty hunter, badass, badass. 
but we never got to see him do anything. He just fell right. in the Sarlacc pit. Right. Uh, so, and now, and again, it's like they're filling in these pieces and we, you know, they're the stories, they needed to continue. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's too bad the sequel trilogy kind of is out there, but that's okay. I mean, I still love a lot of the characters in it and, and, and hopefully one day, maybe we're filling in enough blanks and spaces that um, I don't know if they'll make sense, but um, those characters that we loved from the original trilogy and the prequels, you know, they're, they're doing them justice. And I think that that's what Star Wars fans have, they've wanted the whole time. Um, and that we're there, we're now getting it. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. It's very exciting. So mm -hmm. yeah, I just, and I, the, it's, it's just such a, it's just such a good show. I just can't, you know, it's just, it's just really good. Like, even if you're not a Star Wars fan or don't know that much about it, I think you're going to, you enjoy it. You know, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just a good, good story. So well, uh, yeah, and like you just mentioned, you don't necessarily have to know all the backstories, but it's fun when you watch because it's just fun to watch. But here's the thing. If you do want to know more, right. you can go and look it up. That's right. the great thing. Like, oh, this explains who is this person. Right, exactly. Oh, that, the story here. And, on that. And after every episode, I would go to Reddit and read the Reddit discussion threads on the Mandalorian TV Reddit subreddit. Um <laughs> So I could get yeah. an idea of what's happening, because uh, mm -hmm. the fans there love to, you know, explain stuff. Anyway, it's just I recommend uh, checking out the Mandalorian Reddit yep. subreddit. You know, some really great memes too. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, and we're again, we'll have to wait a year, but I know that they're filming. They announced today that they they have been filming the Boba Fett series, and they're getting ready to start Mandalorian season three. Pedro so. Pascal is just amazing. He's oh. Just so good the acting and think, the acting even under even right. when he's underneath the helmet it's so great and like i i truly hope that this show gets some emmy love or you know i know it's the kind of at least it got nominated uh last year but um you know it it deserves some awards because i think it's you know i know it's not typical the typical kind of show that award shows love but a show that is such good storytelling and acting and uniting so many people, I think deserves something, you know, it just. Well, for years, that was the people's choice award, Ugh, which yes. whatever. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It needs, it needs more love. So, and I bet, I bet we will see that because I hope so. those scenes were, were great. Right. Agreed. So. Well, you guys, we want to know what uh, what you think of Mandalorian season two. Did you binge it? I know my niece and uh, and nephew in law are waiting until Christmas to to watch uh, the new season. A lot of people, that's how they like to to watch. I cannot I, wait that long. I, I, I know. enjoyed binging it. Um, I appreciate that every episode is a different link, you know, like they're just as long as they need to be. And I really like that, you know, it's from a storytelling perspective, it does really, it really helps. Um, and I just, I do like watching it all together, um, especially something as, you know, short as The Mandalorian. Um, but I can also um, see the benefits of watching it week to week. So, yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. Right. All right. Well, guys, again, let us know what you think. And you yeah. can always Follow us on all of our social media channels. 
Yes, uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter at a gal and a gay. Um, you can also email us at a gal and a gay at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, so yeah, anyway, I hope you get to watch some Mandalorian or some Star Wars over Christmas break. There, there's ton, tons out there and it's all right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. All right, bye guys. Bye.